0: The Boys and Girls Club of Delaware, where our mission is to inspire and enable all young people, especially those who need us most, to reach their full potential as productive, responsible, caring citizens. Now, please enjoy the podcast. The Boys and Girls Club has helped me through a lot. Welcome to the Boys and Girls Club of Delaware podcast, a show where I sit down with the past and present to talk about their journeys and how much the Boys and Girls Club has had an impact on their lives.
1: It's helped me by providing me with a safe haven. I used to be very reserved, very quiet, very shy. But when I walked into the Boys and Girls Club, I had people there who cared about me and who cared about my life. And that that made a really big impact on me.
0: I'm your host, Blake the Brain, and this is a podcast about the people for the people. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, we're having some friendly banter. You know, we always start off with banter. Welcome to the Boys and Girls Club of Delaware podcast. I'm here with a very, very, very special guest, ladies and gentlemen. All right? So we're talking about Delaware, and I've been living here all my life, and a lot of people the complaint you hear is, it's not a lot to do, to do in Delaware. Oh, my. This, et cetera, et cetera, about Delaware, this, Delaware, that. I love Delaware, me personally, and Wilmington in general, so... I have a very special guest who's here. I mean, she knows everything Delaware. I mean, she please tell the people who you are <laughs> and what you do.
1: Yes, Blake, thank you for having me. Um my name's Alexis Harris and I've been living in Delaware for a little over 2 years and I've had the pleasure of showing things to do because like you said, everyone here loves to say Delaware is boring. There's nothing to do. You're crazy for choosing to live here and I'm like, "You know what? While I'm here, we're gonna change that narrative,
0: and she's changed it. And she's an influencer. You know what? Would you consider yourself an influencer?
1: Yeah, I would say I created an influencing marketing platform. Mm, talk that talk. Um, <laughs> and you know, of the brand First State Destinations, it made sense. And I've always been following influencers for years now. To kind of make myself the face of it, so
0: that so so Solved basi- my own problem. So basically, what you are, you're an influencer. You started um, a social media page called First State
1: Destination. Destination.
0: I, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I don't know why I want to say First State Influencers. I don't know why I want to say that. First State Destinations, mm-hmm. and that is your social media where you show a bunch of events and things to do in Delaware. Am I correct?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. And what
0: made you start that?
1: So and just
0: and, and just being in Delaware for two years, what made you start that?
1: Yeah. So the first year moving to Delaware wasn't the best. Not gonna lie, I kind of fell into believing what everyone was saying, mm. whether it was the question asked in job interviews or people I meet around town. Why Delaware? It's boring. So I started to believe it, and it really embodied that negative attitude. So after year one, I kind of took it into my own hands. And said, you know what? I'm gonna show all there is to do, or find out and show it as I find out the different food. I like to say food, views, and vibes. So it kind of encompasses everything. Food, food, views, and vibes.
0: Food, views, and vibes. So, and you're 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 very young and talented. How old are you? If I'm allowed to ask?
1: Yes, I am 25 and less than two months. So okay, all 11, right, 11, 11. Birthday's big coming one. up. It's coming <laughs> up.
0: Now, what would you say to I mean, you're at that that sweet spot, 25. I always tell people, when you turn 25, life goes fast. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, after 25, life goes incredibly fast. But you're at that that age where you're still young. You're young. You're vibrating in your 20s. And you want a lot of things to do. And you're in a happy medium to where some younger folks look up to you and someone who might be older can look at you say, she's young, full of energy. How do you feel about that? And then kind of being an influencer in that perspective, do you feel like, you need to do more for people your age, younger, older. You know, How do you balance that?
1: It's a unique situation. I'm appreciative of being a 96 baby, so I like to wrap myself wow. into the millennials. Right. But, you know, real talk, I know I can identify with Gen Z. And then just me and the experiences I've shared, I'm also able to relate to the older generations, people you might see in decision-making, yeah. um, seats in different businesses. So it's kind of nice being able to communicate with everyone. But it is a little challenging and just kind of catering to everyone. At the end of the day, it's communicating through Instagram, through TikTok, um, even Facebook now that we're doing with the private Facebook group. But it's nice seeing everyone, no matter your age, they're all on the hunt for the one thing. And that's honestly things to do in Delaware.
0: Gotcha. So if somebody would say, hey, Alexis, what is it to do in Delaware? What's your response?
1: My response is, well, one, where in Delaware, and then from there, I got you. Um, Again, I started it because I wanted to solve my own problem, and I noticed everyone was following along, because they're like, I've lived here my whole life. You're showing me new things. I live five minutes down the road I never knew. And then those that aren't Delaware natives coming in, they're just thankful to kind of have this little book, we'll say, this little online digital book of different places, and you know... What I can show is really everything. So, events, um, events that are being hosted already, and I'm even getting into hosting some events because, you know, what I have found in Delaware is great, but is there room for more? Yeah, and I'm hoping to be able to bring that into the play, bring that into play and moving into the future. So, it's been great.
0: That's what's up. So, as a uh, Gen, Gen Z, uh, uh, millennial, whatever <laughs> generation you are, what would you say to? the younger generation who are very, you know, hip to their phones and, you know, maybe could be so socially awkward. Would you suggest that they get out more often, go to some of these events? Would you suggest them, you know, it's the, the FOMO, you know what I mean? If you're yeah. missing out, what would you say to someone who's young and, and following you and looks up to you?
1: I would say get out of your head and put yourself out there. Um, quite honestly, that's what changed the game for me and even people we've met. Um, We had a happy hour and a majority of the people showed up alone, they knew no one, but the whole goal was to meet someone and that's what happened by the end of the night. So get out of your head and also just be intentional with mindset Um, and that's gonna play into how you experience life, right? So if you're living in Delaware, if you really believe that it's boring and it's never gonna change, then that's how it's gonna play out, right? But if you choose to be positive and make the most of what you have available to you, which quite honestly is a lot, you'll be living a different life.
0: Gotcha. Now, I know you say you just moved here uh, like permanently for two years, but you did have a, a state in Delaware a little bit. You mm-hmm. were a little bit younger maybe Then you kind of went to the Boys and Girls Club a few yeah. times. Yeah,
1: so I actually, my experience with the Boys and Girls Club was back home in North Carolina mm. um, when I was in college, which I was so grateful for. Kind of accidentally put myself in the situation to be volunteering with them. But I was, um, I've have been to Delaware before growing up. Um, my mom is originally from Philly, but one of her really close family friends has been staying in Delaware. So growing up, we'd visit here.
0: When we were putting together the guest that we wanted to be on the podcast, um, you came up. But randomly, I met you outside of Starbucks downtown <laughs> at the riverfront, and didn't, and didn't even know it at the time. I mean, I didn't know it was you. You know, of course, you know you see like a list of names, and you're like hey, we're going to get this young, vibrant young lady. She's, you know, she's talking everything Delaware, what they're doing in Delaware. I'm like, okay, cool, definitely got to get her. You know what I mean? Definitely want to bring in a younger audience, mm-hmm. and, and she's an influencer. I'm like, okay, cool, bet. And it was so random that you were there, and I was talking to a friend of mine, and I just randomly asked you a question, and then we ended up talking for like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah,
1: we were talking for a while that day. We
0: were, yeah, and, and I think we kind of became friends just off of that conversation, and we did, mm-hmm. I, and it still didn't hit me.
1: You know, we talked
0: about it and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm here in Delaware. Um, You had a corporate job and Mm -hmm. we talked about that and how, you know, you quit that to start your entrepreneurship,
1: Yeah, what you're
0: doing now, Mm -hmm. um, which we're going to dive into. (laughs) Definitely going to dive into that. But I just thought it was very random. And then we talked a little bit after that. I was like, hey, I just realized that I'm supposed to be interviewing you. He was like,
1: what? Yeah, what are the odds? (laughs) What are the odds of
0: that? You know what I mean? But I love how we met organically. And I think that's how Delaware is. You can get into things. It's, it's a lot of organic events if you mm-hmm. just talk to people and you just be open to it. So, back to when you when we met, you said you was quitting a corporate gig and you wanted to do your own thing. Are you doing your own thing now? Did you quit your corporate job? What happened?
1: Yeah, so I did quit my corporate job. Woo! <laughs>
0: <laughs> sorry, boys and girls. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean it like that way. You know what I mean? But you get what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> Look, um... Honestly, my answer is going to surprise you, probably. I did quit my corporate job, and that was just understanding where I was at in life and value and what I was contributing to something that, at the end of the day, wasn't mine in its entirety. And so the opportunities that were presenting itself, it's like, you know what? This isn't adding to me anymore, and I feel as though I did the best I could and learning all that I could out of that. Mm. And so once I realized kind of the opportunity to grow – um, effectively and in a space where I felt valued, was no longer at this company in that time. Um, on the other hand, I had been freelancing digital marketing, business, de- business development and strategy services, so I'm always looking for a challenge. I honestly love to learn, and so I just took it on myself to, as I was getting referrals in naturally, to challenge myself, grow my portfolio, Long term, am I opposed to going back to working for a team? No. And notice I say for a team, not corporate. Never Mm. going back to the lifestyle of corporate. Never going back. (laughs) Look, one thing, if there's any companies out here that haven't changed their ways in at least one or two aspects since the last year and a half, two years, then to me it's a little problematic um, so, yeah, I would love to be a part of a team and join an organization that's about doing good and helping their employees feel valued. So we'll see. Right now, I've kind of been rocking and doing my own thing and seeing what opportunities present itself. Um, but I have, in this time, learned some things that I do care to do and don't. Um, as a creative, a fellow creative with yourself, I don't know about you, but... Um, accounting and everything I'm good without it I'll leave it to the experts and
0: (laughs) nope not me
1: right like I'll hire someone on but you know I am young I'm not 25 yet so can I do I believe I'd have a great opportunity at having a successful creative agency yes in that is it in the time who knows we'll we'll see where things go
0: yeah I mean honestly I think you just um, I would tell anybody jump 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 fast you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you can learn how to fly faster. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people speak, you know, how were you when you quit your job? And what made you take the leap of faith? And so I say I always felt, always tell people follow your heart. Cause that's God's compass for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only designed for you. And the only people who are going to understand the direction is you. Some people might be like, why are you doing this? Like, it's not for you to understand, okay? Because it's not for right. you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if you feel that in your heart and that's what it is for you to do and then, you, you know, you jumped, you'll find your way. You know what I mean? People mm-hmm. always say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm scared, I'm fearful. I always say, look, we were made for survival, not to be successful. And what I mean by that is we're naturally made to survive. Su- being successful is having a discipline, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But if you put yourself in a situation where you have to find a way to survive, and if that's with your own business, you'll find a way.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm
0: glad you took the leap, and, and, you know, you're out here, you're doing your thing. Uh, First state destinations, (laughs) you're doing your thing. But for someone who's young and wants to take that leap of faith or trying to figure out what it is that they do want to do, what would you say to them?
1: Um, I would say the worst. So I have a saying. The worst they can say is no. And you can switch out they with the worst the outcome is, um, is the worst you could do is fail, right? So just trying, whether it's putting your outside, yourself out there, um, applying for a job or asking for an informational interview or being on the street and asking someone at Starbucks, what's your opinion on this conversation? Mm -hmm. Um, you never know what that could lead to. And Delaware specifically, I've come to find really quickly. You never know who you're talking to. Mm. So it is true. doesn't hurt to give a smile, bring some of that southern charm up north to this <laughs> northern absolutely. southern state here. And you never know.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely true. I mean, you don't know, never know. I think a lot of people, when they look at Delaware, they look at, I think, how you view things is always, eye, what is it, the view is in the eye of the beholder, something like that. Yeah. Right, right? Mm-hmm. How you view things, which I believe to be true. Because it's like, how can you have someone from Delaware who can't stay in Delaware and you have somebody else from Delaware, same environment, grew up in the same, sees the same things. They say, I love Delaware, and it's all about perspective, right? Is it half hefty? Is it half full? You Mm -hmm. brought up a great point because you never know who you're talking to. You could be talking to the CEO from the Fortune 500 company. I mean, you you see my guy from BBG. He's always downtown, Mm -hmm. and if you don't know him, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? He's the moneymaker around you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's very friendly. You can talk to him, et cetera, et cetera. But I think that's the great thing about Delaware Mm -hmm. is because you can go talk to the mayor,
1: Exactly. You can see,
0: I see the governor all the time at the Y. It's just him at the Y. You know and what I And I mean? love
1: that. And that's the thing too. Like, you really don't know who you're talking to because at the end of the day, I'm just like you. You have the same um, I'll say this, Lucy, the same opportunity, but mm-hmm. taking away certain resources. We're both in the same state and perspective. And that's big. And a big thing that tied home with me of the Boys and Girls Club is mindset. So outside of, or the lack of Uh, educational systems tapping into students funds of knowledge so no maybe Jared can't do math to your terms on the way you're presenting it on that math test but at home he's counting out money in grocery shopping for his siblings um, due to unfortunate reasons as to why the caregivers can't right? right and so something I had realized early on In my own mindset, since birth, before I could talk, my mom was saying affirmations to me, and then the moment I could, I took it over. So every morning, she's like, Alexis, what do you say? As she's seeing me after school, and I can say the affirmations I've repeated quite literally my whole life has played into me subconsciously. So I'm realizing I'm embodying that confidence. I'm embodying the way I carry myself, and that's free. At the end of the day, that's a mindset. Um, it's unfortunate, and I think it's possible we can teach caregivers that ability. And I say caregivers because maybe it's not your biological parents, Mm -hmm. it's maybe a distant family member, but whoever's household you're in, who's doing the best they can for you to get you to school, um, affirmations and mindset is, again, free, and it can play such a big difference in our kids and how they grow up. So... um, kind of to tie everything back together just again being in Delaware and not being afraid to take that step it all at the end of the day it's what you're willing to do so how uncomfortable are you willing to get to put yourself out there and for me that's putting myself on a platform that gets pushed to many many people right. <laughs> and many many people with many thoughts
0: how do you handle that <laughs> oh my gosh so you know do you hear people you know some some uh Do you see negative comments or hear people say? Like, how do you handle that? Yeah, The trolls are... Yes, (laughs) they're they're out there. The trolls
1: are there. And you could tell typically from their profile picture or username. But to me, you know, my reaction is it's unfortunate that you're not happy. Because if you had the time and energy to type what you typed and post it publicly, that's an extension of you. So if you're fine with your loved ones knowing that you feel that way or you're capable of posting something negative to a stranger, let alone a stranger that's doing positive things mm-hmm. in the same state we share, then it's unfortunate. Um, but it's out there. It's inevitable. And I don't take it personally. I know um, character is big for me, and I know those that know me personally um, and the best I try to do online with still being myself. Um, I always want to be true to myself, and I like to have fun. I put it out there. But at the end of the day... Um, people that know me know me for who I am.
0: That's perfect. That's awesome. All right. So, I mean, that's perfect. So that gives me the, the great opportunity to transition. And one thing about a pod, I always, when I talk to people, I like to, you know, hear who they are, do what they hear, what they do. But definitely, I like to dive into personal uh, uh, fears. And oh, just, man. Like, because those are always say, somebody's always, all of us are struggling with some type of um, obstacle. Believe it or not, I'd always say, some. We know, we all have our demons that we're battling. And I don't mean, like, like,
1: ah! was
0: saying demons. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But just like, it could just be personal demons, just things that you're fighting, you know, obstacles, habits, you know, all types of things. And always mm-hmm. like they, I say we have more in common than we have that are different when it comes to that aspect. So, here we go. You
1: Alrighty. ready? Alrighty. I don't know. We'll
0: hey, see. You ready for this? <laughs> all right. No, 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 no. So, so jumping out there, you started doing business so what would you say now is your biggest fear that you need to overcome or that you did overcome?
1: um It's perfect timing we're having this conversation today, and it's funny some people you mentioned earlier in the in the podcast is my current biggest fear, which isn't quite settled, is if I'm even able to stay in Delaware for the foreseeable future, um, a lot of so you know everyone has a goal and you have what you think is the perfect plan or the way you assume things to work out, that definitely turned upside down a couple weeks ago with um, understandable changes within the building we're living in. So kind of threw a little wrench in the plans and honestly been scrambling to try and find a solution to live in Delaware, which kind of threw a wrench in my freelance opportunities and what I was focusing on as well. And right now, today, whenever whenever anyone asks me... um, why Delaware? It's for first aid destinations. At this point, that's the only thing that's well, outside of all the amazing people I've met in oh, relationships insane. I'm building. Uh-huh. <laughs> just going to throw shade
0: to me in front of my face. No, huh? no, okay. no. Let me, let me rephrase. Nah, okay, outside okay. from
1: the amazing Blake the Brain and um, other relationships I'm building, quite honestly, it's first aid destinations. I quit my corporate job. The original um, motivating factors that brought me into Delaware um, are still very important, but not as high priority, so... You know, in a time when we're going through economic hardships, I could be living comfortably rent-free at my parents' house back in North North Carolina, but I don't think it's my time yet. I think I really kind of appreciate and see behind the scenes the work I'm doing for others, the different messages I'll get about how I've been changing their life and the positive energy that they now have as well is important, and I'm not ready to give it up, but it seems as though life is really giving me some questionable situations on if I can stay and (laughs) look, look, my cash app is open. If anyone wants to, uh, if we could all just remove ourselves from the application wait list of any two bedroom apartments in (laughs) Wilmington, Delaware, that would be great. (laughs) Right. But yeah, so that's honestly my um, current hardship. Side note, I can give another one, but real talk, that's like what I'm dealing with right now. So, <laughs> what's
0: the other one? Listen, I'm almost about that real authentic <laughs> stuff. Don't put, don't tease me.
1: Let's see, don't
0: tease me with a good, bad struggle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so aside from that hardship, um, it's just you know, having been a college graduate, you think you know all there is to know when it comes to networking, but once you're introduced to a professional environment, let alone corporate. You kind of understand at the end of the day, everyone has an agenda, and it's been a little overwhelming, um, a little stressful, but also exciting kind of navigating that with first state destinations. I've had opportunities to meet with some really great people, um, some people that you could say might have great decision-making skills or, or opportunities. Yeah. Um, But then there's everyone I meet day to day on the street, but it gets a little overwhelming because me as a person, I want everyone to know that I'm there present and being intentional. But, you know, now it's a lot to want to answer a phone call or send out a text or make a plan because I feel like I've kind of, like you said, you got to, you said fly quick or jump quick to jump quick,
0: jump quick. So you learn how to fly quicker,
1: Like jump quick to learn how to fly quicker. And I feel like it all just took off. So. Um, really, I just need to get better with managing opportunities. It's great that everything's coming at once, but it doesn't have to happen all at the same time. Um, so
0: you're saying that you, you get overwhelmed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Getting
1: <laughs> overwhelmed for sure. And just yeah. trying to make sure like that I'm staying true to who I am because I've seen a lot of people, regardless of the industry, usually you start something to solve a problem. Um, and typically that problem is stems from something personal, right? Yeah. And in the process of wanting to change that or fix it, you inevitably turn into the initial problem. And I don't want to be that. So I want to make sure, like, with what I'm doing and me as a person and first state destinations, um, is that there is a, I don't know if you're aware of the whole Delaware way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If I ever fall into that, then there's been a problem and we will.
0: (laughs) And being being honest, I'm I'm oblivious to, like, the Delaware way because my mindset is... Sidebar: When you was talking, I was actually getting a little choked up because I started thinking about like this, like my own personal things that j- just got to get over. But, mm-hmm. and it, but it's, it's more so tears of joy because whenever you know, I, one time I remember myself being overwhelmed and I had to think. And we had, we actually had a conversation about this personally. We were talking mm-hmm. about it, um, but I said. Anytime I'm going to be overwhelmed from now on out, I'm going to like embrace it, take it because if I am who I say I am, then why would I say I am Eminem?
1: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you better go. I'm no, about to go in.
0: Look, no. but no, but it, if you are who you believe you are to be, this comes with the territory. In order to be great at anything, it has to be a lot that's coming at you. Mm-hmm. And you just have to take it a stride. But that's where the, the growth comes from. That's where the, um, the learning curve hits you. It's going to come. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Would you rather not be overwhelmed? Than just, if, if, if you're not overwhelmed, you're not pushing yourself. Yeah, That's just a fact. Because to be great, it takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of work. It takes all of those things. So being overwhelmed, I looked at it, oh, is this part of the process? Mm-hmm. And then once I started thinking like that, it doesn't bother me as much. I'm like, okay, good, cool. You yeah, know what I mean? If, if you're you, right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If you know, like, going to the gym, okay, losing weight, it's gonna it's gonna be hard work, right? Mm-hmm. But if you go into that mindset, like, oh yes, it's supposed to hurt at first because I haven't been doing this, of course. Yeah, I gotta put the work in. Exactly. Oh yeah, I gotta put the time in. Okay, cool. And then when it's when you're going through it, when you're going through it. It's easier to get through because you know this is part of the process. So being overwhelmed, I'm telling you, just look at it from the perspective. This is what it's going to take for me to be great. This is not happening to me. It's happening for me. Yeah. And when you look at it from that, but like you said, you're trying to figure out. I lied to you now. You said you like this spot, right? <laughs> I got this spot off of, I had moved out of an apartment years, like a year before I moved there. And this is a true story. Then I actually had to stay with my sister until I found an apartment, right? Mm-hmm. But I never was worried. I never worried. I was like, okay, cool. I'll work it out. It'll come. This became uh, available. I came and I looked and I said, this wow. is the one that's going to change it. I knew it. I said, thank you, God. Like, mm-hmm. this is it. But you can't worry about those situations because things are happening for you, instead of to you. So if you go into exactly, one with that mindset, true. I know I'm I'm going on a little bit of a tangent. No, this is good. Like, you know what I mean?
1: um, genuinely, I'm taking some of this. To, no, please, to please, do. please do, please do. Always
0: say sometimes we fall in life to help other people get up, and that's how I said I was getting emotional hearing you talking about because I'm like in joy because I mean I still have a lot to go through now and to figure out. Trust me, the load is whatever, but. I said I'm not gonna get overwhelmed because that's when you get frustrated and then you think that you're not enough and then you start to doubt and Mm -hmm. then all of that stuff starts to creep in. Imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Yeah, that stuff Mm -hmm. kicks in. It's like no, like I'm built for this. Yes, it's gonna be tough. Okay, I might not get it all done. Okay, but I'll learn, I'll grow, I'll get better, we we'll keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Look at it from that perspective. You're gonna be fine. You're gonna get an apartment, everything's gonna work <laughs> itself out. You know what I mean? I was telling a friend of mine, she's looking for the department. I said, Did you do everything that you needed to do? Did you, did you go to the the management and say, listen, here's blah 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 blah. Give me an apartment. I'm worthy of it, etc. Go to them. Have the balls to do it.
1: Oh, did I?
0: You know you did that, you did it?
1: I did. I did. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll say um, a story time will be posted very soon okay. to my social media platforms. Right, right. The most convenient to you. No, right, okay. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> um,
0: Which is cool. I completely mm-hmm. understand. So where would you say you are now in your life?
1: I'm in a life and I'm in a moment in my life of a big question mark. Mm. Um, What's
0: the question mark?
1: What am I doing? is the question. Um, really genuinely taking every day, day by day. Um, do I have a hopeful outcome of like where I'd be in the next two weeks to six months, let alone a year? Yes. But at the end of the day, I'm realizing you got to be willing and able to pivot any day, any time. So taking it day by day. But when I say may look as though everything is put together and I have a plan and um, it's roses and daisies online, behind the scenes, I'm just like you. So I'm still, I jokingly say I have a mid-quarter life crisis. Mm.
0: (laughs) Mid-quarter life crisis. Yeah, with
1: 25 coming up. Um, But that's normal. We don't need to have everything figured out tomorrow Or yesterday at that, even though society loves to make it seem as such, which is, it's interesting tapping into social media and being in certain spaces because um, I very well am contributing to that narrative, but I'm trying to be intentional with that. So um, even in knowing not everything's perfect for me, I know Delaware is not perfect, so I always will sprinkle in some relatable content on the issues or hardships we all share because, again... We all drive on the same highways. We all mm-hmm. have access to the same shopping centers and everything like that. So where I'm at today, I don't know. That's a great question. I know I'm here right now. I'm getting to have an opportunity to be on one of my first, um, if not my very first, one of my very first interview podcast opportunities, which is you. amazing, and, you know, with coming full circle, having... You, before we even met, like having had the time to volunteer at Boys and Girls Club, which I used to live down the road from the one in Newark, um, where that that's Wawa is. That's, you mm-hmm. volunteered. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um I always drive by telling myself and um honestly with first date, that's what I'm wanting to do as well. Like acknowledging the community, um wanting to help grow with the community because I am a part of that now. And Seeing like what I can bring. So even with doing events, I'd love to partner with, it's my little promo, with Bros and Girls Club right. um, to get an event going for us all. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I'm just living life day by day um, and seeing where things go. Got to be a little intentional. So of course I am planning and you know, I have a tentative goal, but well, if it's in God's will, it will happen.
0: I love the question mark. I don't think you realize how, how, what's the word? I don't want to say how big that is. But just from an understanding perspective of, I have a big question mark, and I'm honest about, and I think that's where a lot of people are in their life, don't matter what the age is. I think a lot of people have a question mark. What am I doing? Where am I going? What's my purpose? Do you feel like you, you know what your purpose is yet?
1: You know, that's one of the
0: biggest questions in life.
1: Something I've learned through this whole situation, I've learned two things. Um, going back to like being great and the challenges and feeling overwhelmed means you're doing something right. Mm -hmm. Um, I tend to self-sabotage in that I kind of like, I recognize I like being comfortable. If comfortable for me is fine and I still live an enjoyable life, that's great. But I kind of always put myself in situations where it's that turning point of, do I be great, which leads to being overwhelmed, which Mm -hmm. leads to, um, having a little less free time to myself or do I self-sabotage and take the average road, right? And I've been doing that, like, clockwork, honestly, through childhood, whether it's...
0: You've been doing what, like, clockwork? self sabotage? Self-sabotaging. self-sabotaging. Yes, I mm-hmm. understand.
1: Um, in elementary school, I was the one complaining to my mom, why am I in these um, in the harder reading classes or have to do the harder projects? If, like, my friends are able to do, like, the regular... um." like standard uh, courses and um, everything like that. And that's played into my life even to this day. And I'm realizing that it's like I'll find challenges, but then I'm like, why did I do that again? Like, did you forget that you preferred the comfortable, right? Like the comfortable route. But I also have learned naturally I'm a helper and I'm always willing to be helpful, whether it's providing a resource, a solution. I like to, sometimes I give unsolicited advice if I.
0: (laughs) Nobody asked you. No one
1: asked me. But if if I overhear a conversation and it's like, not even intentionally, but if it's like, oh, have you thought about this? And it's a valid, useful solution that some majority of the time, excuse me, a majority of the time they end up following through on. Yeah. Um, to me it's like, I would hope someone overheard me like struggling and offered to help or um, pointed me in the right direction. Um, and so in those two things, I feel like I can't not accept both. Like I have to accept the opportunities to be great mm-hmm. and put myself in situations where I could be even more of a useful and helpful giver to to people I run into. Um, Learning along the way to be a little more, to have a little more discernment in who's in my VIP network. Because at the end of the day, you know, it's not good to go above and beyond, give 110% to everyone and everything if there's not that unsaid expectation that, God forbid, but if you were in that position, if they'd be there for you. Yeah. Because, um, you know, don't want to play yourself in a, that's a,
0: played yourself. Where's the Like, it from? congratulations,
1: Somebody? I played myself. It's Where's a that big, from? Uh, I don't, I couldn't tell you where it's from, but I've been saying, wherever I heard it from myself, I've been saying it my whole life, it feels. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it is, congratulations, you played yourself. It's from something, but I mean, mm. go ahead. I know you were done.
1: No, yeah. So, really, that's it. So, I just learned, like, I tend to self sabotage because I'll put my, I'll line things up or God will make things happen where I have an opportunity to take it to the next level. Um, similar with first state destinations, and I'm kind of in that crossroads. And I've decided it's going to be hard. It's going to be long nights, and there's going to be an emotional roller coaster. But I want to give it all that I can since I've done so much thus far in the year less year or less of even creating the platform yeah. and um, being a little more being a little more intentional and who I'm giving all my energy to just while I'm young. It's like you said, you're the, you're the, (laughs) you're the creative director behind the scenes. You're the manager, your sales, everything, you do everything right. As a creative entrepreneur. And at the end of the day, if you can't help yourself, then you're not going to have much to give to others. So I'm just trying to be good in that, but accepting the challenge too. To go try and be great.
0: Listen, keep accepting the challenge. Going to be great. I know you got to run because, like I said, you're an entrepreneur. You got a <laughs> whole entire meeting. Uh, this yeah. interview, I could ask you a bunch of questions, trust me. Um, but I think that's a, that's a good one to to uh, leave the people thinking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I know mm-hmm. a lot of young, older people have a big question mark on what they're trying to do. And I'll tell you, listen, just just go swing for the fence. My mindset is, look, I'd rather know after I swing for the fence or shoot all my shots what I'm made of.
1: Exactly. And I can go from
0: there. It is going to be what it's going to be. I always say, which one would you regret more? Would you regret doing something and not working out or not doing it at all? Right. And it's always, I regret not doing it.
1: I'd regret the what if.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. You know, go learn, go figure yourself out. You know what I mean? But um, thank you for coming through.
1: Thank you for having me. Like, seriously, I'm appreciative to be here. And um, honestly, when it comes to wanting to give back to the community, I am thrilled. I'd be thrilled at the opportunity to do something with the Boys and Girls Club or just more in general. So if you happen to be listening and you're looking to get into the community, Or know anyone that's looking to, you know, grow their event opportunities for fundraising and everything like that. At the end of the day, I'm trying to be authentic, and that's something that's important to me. She's doing it. You're doing it. Trish,
0: (laughs) Trish, make sure you holler at Look, (laughs) Trish is in charge, okay? Look, she put a plug. She's ready to work, okay? She's ready to do her thing. Okay, listen, I appreciate you, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my gosh, this has been an amazing, amazing interview. Alexis, I appreciate you. First you want any plugs? Plugs? Any plugs? First uh, state destinations? Yeah,
1: you can find first state destinations on TikTok. It's just at first state destinations with an S. And on Instagram, it's first dot state destinations. And if you're, you know, on the hunt to join the community and finding things to do, we do have a private Facebook page. It's a social group. So it's a space for people to introduce themselves, meet up with anyone in the same city, as well as that's where I plan and host happy hours. So we have our second official happy hour coming up. All information is only in the private group just for safety um, and everything like that. You do have to apply to get approved but it's been great. People have been um, networking. People will post that they're at an event live, like, at 12 o'clock on a Saturday. Hey, I'm at this festival. Anyone here? Anyone want to meet up? And it's it's nice seeing uh, seeing that happen. So, so those are my plugs. That's all I got right now. That's so. her <laughs> plugs.
0: Listen, I appreciate you. Alexis, First Day Destination. like is Blake the Brain, Boys and Girls Club of Delaware. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. Until next time, we'll talk soon.
1: Thank you. Chew. Have a good one. <laughs>